When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you in a toxic relationship? Are you in a relationship where you're not sure if something's wrong? If you're not sure like what's right? You feel like it's been amazing. You feel like it's been the best relationship ever, but maybe you're starting to doubt it now. You're starting to wonder like, is this okay? Like, is something wrong? You might be dealing with something that you're not sure that you're dealing with, and it could be just some toxicity. I want to be able to dive into that today and just try to talk to you a little bit about that. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, rawmotivations.com, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the seven-day challenge to healing, which is escapetoxicity.com. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, please hit subscribe. Hit that notification so you get notified when we go live, when we have different offers, when we have different things that we do to be able to answer questions, to be able to interact when we drop new videos, anything like that. Hit that notification. You might be thinking, toxic? Like, my relationship? No. Like, it can't be toxic. There's no way it's toxic. It just, it just feels off. Or maybe, maybe it just has, we just have a communication problem. There's just a couple issues that happen like on a consistent basis, but you know, it's not that big of a deal. I, I don't really connect a lot with a lot of people, but it, it's good. We got each other. Uh, sometimes I'm confused when I walk away from conversations, but you know, it's probably just a communication thing. Like maybe he just has to mature, or or, or we just have to work on you know how we communicate or the tone or whatever. Like it, it's not that big a deal. And sometimes people start to minimize the relationships that they're in. They start to settle for a relationship that they could have to dealing with a relationship that they shouldn't have because it's not really helping them move forward. So we're gonna to talk to some today about what does toxic actually look like and what to do about it. These aren't gonna be just red flags and even if we had the time to do red flags, we wouldn't have enough time in this video because there's so many sometimes. One of the aspects that I wanted to bring up first was this idea of controlling behavior. Does the partner that you have seem to step across lines that you've never had stepped across before? Now with controlling behavior, like it's controlling in, in almost all different, all different kinds of ways. Sometimes that could be financial abuse and sometimes that could be controlling the finances, making sure that you don't spend money on something. Now it doesn't just mean that you're not going out and just spending money frivolously, but it's like you have to request money for basic needs or there, there's this dynamic of like power dynamic between the two of y'all that you can't do a certain thing or you can't get a certain thing. With a controlling behavior, a lot of times it extends to every aspect of your life. It's not just one single piece. Sometimes it has to do with money. Sometimes it has to do with relationships. Sometimes it has to do with what you can do or knowing where you are. Maybe you're in a relationship where that person wants to know your location 24-7. Like they want to know like, hey, let's, let's get on what Life360, let's, let's share a location with each other. That way I can make sure you're safe, right? That way I can take care of you. That way I can be there for you. That way, whatever it might be. And it, it promotes this false sense of security 
with this other person. It promotes this false sense of like care when from a narcissistic side, it's control. There was aspects that pretty much almost everybody that I was ever with, I had access to their location. And that wasn't always this, oh, I care about you. That was a control piece of like, who are you with? What are you doing? Because in my mind, I was like, wait a second. Like if you're cheating with me on my wife, then like you're obviously going to cheat on me as well. So there's always this piece of like, wait a second. Like, what are you doing? Like, wait a second. You're paying more attention to someone else. You're going out with someone else. Wait a second. And then I'd use that to be able to manipulate, punish, gaslight, maneuver, whatever. But it's that control piece. Sometimes a narcissist will say that they need control over you in the aspect of you have to give your location. They don't have to give their location. Huge red flag. Same thing with them accessing your phone and you not being able to touch theirs. With them having access to everything in your life, but not being willing to share anything about theirs. Those are all giant red flags of people that have something to hide. Toxic, narcissistic, sociopath, psychopath, whatever you want to call it. People that have something to hide. People that aren't willing to engage with the truth. Cowards. People that are unwilling to actually be honest with themselves and with other people around. So a lot of times we see this controlling behavior that happens in narcissistic and in toxic relationships. And you're left being like, no, it's good. Like they, they just, this is just the dynamic we have. We're just more of a traditional relationship. We just like, and you start to realize and minimize the things that are actually going on. Okay. Side note, if you're sharing a location with your partner and you have this gut feeling that they might be cheating or you have a gut feeling of like, wait a second, like something doesn't seem right, but I have the location. So it's okay. Don't hold on to that. There's a lot of people that spoof the location to be able to convince you that they're at a certain place when they're not. So for what it's worth, just FYI, that does happen. Besides controlling behavior, one of the ones I wanted to bring up is isolation from others. Now, if you've been watching the videos recently, we recently did a video about how a narcissist says, uh, how a narcissist keeps you isolated without saying no. And, and this is the aspect where they'll isolate you from friends, from family, from you know, interactions with other people. And they'll get to a place where you're, they're getting you guilt tripped, where they're like, I can't believe you wouldn't want to spend time with me. Like, I thought you loved me. I thought we were together. I thought we were like working as a team. And like, they want to spend time with you, but then they don't actually like spend time with you. They just want to make sure you don't spend time with other people that you're at their beck and call any, any single time to make sure they get what they want. This whole aspect of like, why don't you care about me? And the whole victim mentality comes out of like, wait a second, like you should be spending time with me. Like, I can't believe that you wouldn't want to spend time with me. Like, what's wrong with me? I thought you cared about me. All these different things to be able to get you to the place of saying like, oh yeah, I'm going to give you everything and I'm going to leave these people alone. And so a lot of times people find that their friends start disappearing not because the relationship with the friends changed on a personal level, but because they've been triangulated, but because there's been other information that's inserted because the narcissist said, like, I don't feel comfortable around your friends. Like, they just don't get me. Like, there seems to be an issue. Like, I think so-and-so, like, has an issue with me. Like, did you hear what they said about you? All these different things are small little pieces that slowly separate you from the people that probably have the most insight to give you about a toxic relationship or at least could catch it. A lot of times a narcissist wants to keep you away from those people because they don't want those people to breathe in truth to your life. So it's something we have to be careful about and understand. Narcissists also make you feel crazy. Now, you, you're probably at the place where you're like, okay, maybe I can identify with some of this stuff. But feel crazy? Like, no, it's not that bad. Okay, well, let's talk about different levels of it. And this is just the base aspect that you're not sure what is actually true. 
You're not sure what's actually real in the relationship. Maybe you walk into a conversation and it feels like you're being talked in circles. Like it feels like there's no conclusion. Like there's nothing that actually comes down of like, wait, this is actually what we're going to do about it. A lot of times you'll have a narcissist that will leave the conversation and you'll be like, okay, but what do we do? How do we fix it? Like, what are we actually working on? What are we even talking about anymore? These are different signs of like having someone who is completely confused and completely in a toxic relationship and they don't realize it. And they're stuck in this word salad conversation that the narcissist constructs together to confuse and to manipulate you more than you ever dreamed of. And so a lot of times we'll have this word salad that happens in a narcissistic relationship to confuse you, to manipulate you, to keep you off balance, and to distract you from the actual problem. To distract you from the thing that they were trying to avoid to start off with. We've got the straw man tactic. Not just talking around in circles, but fighting about things that were never even there constructing an argument to be able to get rid of the argument. I was talking to a couple the other day and it like made sense. So I was like, hey, let's talk about it this way. Like imagine we are arguing about this water bottle being blue and the person is being like, no, it's not blue. It's a red water bottle. What are you talking about? It's a red water bottle. And they keep going on and on and on and on. And then finally they get to the place where they're like, okay, like you just don't understand. See, like what I'm talking about is like the phone is red. So like, I don't understand why you're having an issue. So it's building, like that's a very simplistic example, but it's building a completely different topic, idea that they can dominate and destroy. Of like, wait a second, you're wrong because of this. It's a complete shift, okay? Gaslighting, we've talked about that some, and just that this aspect of like convincing you that it wasn't real. Like, I didn't do that, what are you talking about? Maybe you're at the place where they're slowly like belittling you holding back some praise, holding back some affection, holding back compliments, making you feel cut down. And you're like, I don't know what I did wrong. Maybe you're getting the small slights, the dog whistling in public of like telling you one thing in private and then saying something to a friend in public. And it's like, oh, I feel uncomfortable because of what this person just did. Like it's calling me out, it's hurting me, that's attacking me, but it looks in such subtle, passive aggressive ways that if you tell other people, you feel crazy. Like, it's not that big a deal, but it still hurts you here. So the passive aggressiveness happens as well. The silent treatment, going for bouts for stents of hours or days where that person no longer talks to you because of something that they did, because of something that you did that they need to punish you to make you feel bad for their emotions, for their responsibility of things that they didn't show up from. Maybe they're being extremely cagey about social media or their phone. Like they don't have you on social media. They don't let you look at their phone. Like there's something that they're hiding, oftentimes cheating. There's different nuances that are just will hit your gut and make you feel like, wait a second, what's going on? If any of this is like hitting or if any of this is like making sense, I go, want you to reach out for help because you might be in a toxic relationship that you don't realize you're in. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones, would love to be able to work with you and to be able to help move you forward in your healing. Or if you want to start that journey like on your own, go to escapetoxicity.com and join the seven-day challenge. You can join it any single time. You can start any single day to help you move forward in understanding the truth of the situation and understanding what is actually real, what narcissism actually is. If you're the narcissist, what toxic abuse looks like, what reactive abuse looks like, you can find all of that inside the seven-day challenge. Check it out at escapetoxicity.com.